Blog Talk Radio.
everyone, and welcome to the Wisdom of Spirit with Rose and Winterbrook. Winterbrook, hi there. Hey, Rose. Hey, everyone. Happy Thursday. I hope everybody's recovering nicely from the Mercury retrograde, which ended yesterday when Mercury went direct. And um, tonight is our monthly meditation that Winterbrook will be facilitating for us. The monthly meditation is every first Thursday of the month. And now I'm going to have Winterbrook tell you what her upcoming events are because she's a busy, busy lady. Yeah, sometimes it's not so fun being a busy, busy lady. But um, I am having some great events coming up this Saturday. I'm so excited. I'm teaching an all-day uh, psychic mediumship development workshop at the Voice of the Soul Healing. Then on Friday, May 19th, we have the internationally renowned Sandy Ingham from the UK, a trans medium who does psychic art, visiting with me in Northport, and we're doing a joint demonstration of spirit, art, and communication at the Eyes of Learning. Um, they, they can seat about 400 people. So uh, there's no worries about being sold out. If you'd like to come down and join us, it's the Eyes of Learning Levittown Hall from 8 to 10.15. It's only $15 for non-members, and it's in Hicksville. Um, Sandy and I uh, will also be doing a joint demonstration that's sold out at my office. And then on May 30th, I'm back at the Voice of the Soul Healing for an evening uh, of messages from the other side. So I don't know if that's sold out or not, but you can check my website for the contact information to register. And I hope to see you at one of those events. Okay. And you can also check Winterbrook's calendar out at her website, www.winterbrookmedium.com. Just look for calendar, click on that, and you can see everything she's doing. Okay, so tonight is meditation. Next week, people, I want you all to know so that you can prepare to be here next week, we are having psychic Daniel Ackner. He's going to join us next week, and uh, we'll have him talk about what he does. And He's an unbelievably fantastic psychic. He's a painter. He does healings, he does past life regressions, he does it all. So if you want to hear Daniel and get to know more about him, be here next week, 7 p.m. I'm looking so forward now, to it. Uh, we're, oh, I'm sorry, what? I said I'm looking forward to it. Daniel is quite yeah. a character and quite a loving soul. So it's Love a special him. treat. Tune Love. in if you can. Yeah. Yeah, because he, uh, he's another one. He's so busy. Can't always get him here, but when we can, we do. Um, let's see. All right. I, I got I to gotta be honest with you guys. Uh, I did get tongue-tied in a reading during the Mercury retrograde once, thank God. And um, today I find myself moving a little slow, and I think it's because I'm trying to be cautious so that I don't mess up anything. So well, I, I, I want to get the music. Because, <laughs> honey, even though the mercurograde, quote-unquote, ended, I still had mercury retrograde issues, as did a few other people yesterday and into last evening. So and sometimes it takes Yeah, you got to give it about a week. Yeah. yeah. But it's better than being right smack in the middle of it. This one, I don't know, for me, this one was a particularly rough one. But, and I know you were having such a smooth time of it too, Winterbrook. <laughs> yeah, it was it was tough this one. Okay, I think I got the music. Let's see. I see. I think. There we go. Balance out the volume. Okay, we ready? How's that? That sounds yeah, perfect, I think Rose. Right? Okay. Perfect. Here we go. 
So, for everyone out there in listener land, I want you to find a nice, comfortable position, whether you're sitting in a chair or maybe you're laying on your bed or your couch. And I would like you to start by taking three cleansing breaths. The reason we start with the three breaths is to kind of center ourselves and bring our awareness into focus, into the present moment. So starting with the first cleansing breath, as you inhale, I would like you to visualize white light entering with the breath. And then as you exhale, I would like you to release any of your tensions or concerns you may have at this moment. You can pick them back up when it's done in a few minutes, but for just now, let them go and stop. So beginning with the first cleansing breath, see the breath light within your nose, filling your head, neck, shoulders, arms. Hand. And as you exhale, release any of your daily concerns, tensions that you may have been holding in that part of the body. For the second cleansing breath, see the breath and the light enter your nose and now begin to fill your lungs, enfold your heart, fill your intestines and stomach and kidneys and your entire torso. And as you exhale, Release any areas of tension or concern that may be being held in that part of the body. And on the third cleansing breath, bring the breath and light within. Seeing the light fill your buttocks, your thighs, calves, and feet. And as you exhale, Release any tightness and concerns that may be stored in that person's body. Now take a moment, just scan your body for any residual areas of disharmony, any areas of tension. Should you become aware of them, allow the white light to enter and soothe and heal that area. Perhaps your tension stems from an overactive mental thoughts and emotions, and it's not with your physical body. Then allow the white light to come in and saturate your mind, healing and calmness, stillness, and saturate your emotions with healing and calming and stillness. Just visualize yourself glowing in your mind's eye of white light, being still and at peace, being one with yourself and your creator, whoever that creator may be for you. Allow the white light to spread throughout your entire body and beyond. Begin to lose the definition of your body as you see it in your mind's eye. Begin to just see an overwhelming amount of pure, shimmering white light that makes up you. And as you see this, begin to feel lighter, of a higher vibration, less solid, and allow yourself to gently float up. Feel peace while you are doing this. And as you are gently floating up, become aware of the presence of an angel, a beautiful angel with big white wings, the white, white light that has filled and encompassed you is now surrounding this beautiful angel a messenger from God, a protector from you, for you. Feel the angel's energy begin to enfold you. Just wrap around you, creating even more peace. 
feel safe and protected. Begin to allow yourself to blend with this angel and the angel's thoughts. For the angel is here not only to show you unconditional love, but also to share with you guidance, guidance that you've requested for an earthly concern. So take a moment and listen. Allow the angel to impart this wisdom that you have requested. Having received the guidance you have requested from the universe, allow yourself to feel freer and to fly with the angel. The angel wraps itself around you and with their wings, they begin to take flight. You are overcome by a beautiful feeling of freedom. You feel as if a memory, a cellular memory, is coming up that, yes, you have done this before. This is completely natural to be flying with the angels. And as the angel flies with you, they begin to take you to a magical place, nothing like you've ever seen on Earth. You see a kaleidoscope of colors surrounding, perhaps almost like the rings of Saturn, but far more intense, far more divine, and all different colors of the spectrum, from the blues and the greens to the purples and the reds and the orange and the yellows, and they all dance, these beams of light. They're having a dance with one another, creating the most magnificent visual you have ever seen and as the angel flies you through these beautiful glorious lights you feel your aura absorbing whatever colors it should need at this time for these lights are rays of healing and they share themselves to make you whole to make you stronger and finally the angel brings you to what appears to be a beautiful building. And as you step up the stairs to this beautiful, beautiful building, the angel steps to your side and opens the door. And as you walk in, your breath is taken away from its incredible beauty, the ornate carvings, all of the different metals, There seems to be beings walking around, very, very wise beings, ascended masters even, all living in harmony in this magical place. There is only light and laughter here and love. You immediately feel the vibrations, these very, very high vibrations, and they serve to uplift you even further and instill hope once again into your heart. The angel promises you that this place is always open to you. You are always welcome to come here. And with that, you feel reassured and you express gratitude as you look into the eyes of your angel. Gratitude and love for their presence in your life. The angel once again embraces you and begins to escort you back out of this building and down the stairs. They wrap their energy around you and once again take flight. You find yourself in that beautiful kaleidoscope of colors soaring through the air. 
feeling in perfect peace and freedom, a soul's freedom. Finally, the angel brings you back down into the earth plane, returning you to where you are at this moment, whether it's the chair or your bed, and you begin to feel your energy returning fully to your physical body and you returning to the present moment. But you return with a renewed sense of peace, tranquility, and the knowledge and understanding that you will never be abandoned and that God and his angels and your loved ones are always but a thought away to comfort and reassure you. So with this understanding, you feel at peace and confident as you begin the next phase of your journey here on planet Earth. Blessings and Namaste. Okay, so is everybody back? And did you enjoy your journey? I never know what I'm going to say. Whatever I say is influenced by whoever's listening and spirit. So I never know what we're going to do in the meditation until it's coming out of my mouth. So in that respect, for anyone who is listening, I thank you for the privilege and the experience of giving that meditation. How about you, Rose? How are you, my dear? Nice. Good meditation, as usual. Thank you. I kind of got out there in the zone. Uh, I just want to make an announcement before I forget. If you are calling in my phone and you'd like to ask a question, get a mini-reading, do whatever, make sure that you press the number 1 on your phone so that we know that you're in line and that you do indeed have a question. Uh, Sometimes people call in and they don't press the 1, and I don't know. So thank you. Uh, We had somebody in the chat room. Hello, chat room person. Nice to have you here. And um, that's about it. Good. I'm still coming back, but anyway. (laughs) That's a good, it's a sign of a good meditation that uh, you don't want to come back or you have a little bit of uh, reluctance to come fully back. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. When you're in the groove and then you got to get out of that groove to go do something else. I know. Okay, let's see. We have someone here who has been patiently waiting. Um, And I have two calls, actually, but they're both 954. Okay, 954, the phone number beginning with the number 7. You're on the air with Rose and Winterbrook. Hi. Hi. Hi, who are we speaking with? You're speaking with Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Hi. Uh, I'd like a reading, if possible. Okay. Do you have a particular question? Okay. And what would you like to look into? Well, uh, I've, yeah, I was uh, helping a gentleman, and uh, it took a lot of energy out of me. Uh, I had a tremendous amount of stress, so I told him I, I couldn't continue. Uh, I've got guilt feelings about it, but I think I have to take care of my health first. So I, but, you know, I just want to know, is there any kind of a future uh, with him or just forget it or go on my merry way and live my life the way I've been doing it? Rose, you want to start or you want me to start, dear? Do you have anything right now? If you do, go ahead. Yeah, well, as you were speaking, Sandy, um, so you were helping this gentleman that you have a romantic connection with? Yes. Because what I got was it's not going to change as far as if you found it draining. Yeah. It's going to continue that way. There may be um, ups and downs when mm-hmm. he gets out of this situation, but then he's going to get into the next situation. 
So the that's what I question, sort of felt. Feels like. Okay, so that's I'm just confirming, which a lot of times is what a reading does. It confirms what you pretty much know on the inside, but sometimes we have a hard time getting it to our conscious from our. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so the question is really. Um, is that what you want, or perhaps I kind of feel like there's somebody else out there for you with less drama and a little bit. He's like a calmer gentleman. Um, there is a calmer gentleman, but I he's just, so set in his ways. He's just happy going along the way he is and doesn't want to take it any further. And I don't know, yeah, other other than hitting him over the head. <laughs> uh, how to get him to um, accept another a, a relationship? You know. You know, Sandy, my guides are telling me they're telling me about uh, the narcissist and the empath stories, and I feel you're very empathic. And I think what this is is that the gentleman you're talking about is the narcissist, and you're the empath. And in that relationship, he has all to gain from the relationship. And you, you just are going to have your energy continuously sucked out of you. So this might not be a perfect situation for you. You might want to think about it before you, mm-hmm. you know, attempt to go forward. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You mean I'm not going to have a knight riding up the street on a white horse to save me? (laughs) So that doesn't happen anymore. Thank you anyway. Sandy, dear, what I think is uh, don't give up hope. If you can let go of these two situations, which you kind Mm -hmm. of realize aren't going to uh, give you what you would like, and that's important, um, I feel like there will be a space of time and you need to meet new people, go out and do new things, okay? And then you will meet somebody new who will be kind of like in the middle of the other two and a better fit. Sounds good. All right, but you need to kind of step away. You need to let go of what, what is right now to free yourself up, and then you need to get involved with new activities with, that's introducing you to new circles of, of people. <laughs> Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's try that. So I wish you all the luck and blessings. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Remember, you first, you are worth gold. So don't get disappointed. Don't get discouraged. Just keep going forward. Thanks for calling, sweetheart. Shall try. Thank you very much. All right. Appreciate it. Bye. Here we have another 954 area code. This time your phone number starts with 9. Hello? Hi, 954. Oh, boy. Hello? Are you there? Okay, hi. I think we finally have a connection. I'm sorry. Well, I'm 954. I don't know if you're calling me. Yes. Hey, you're the one. Who are we speaking with? My name is Roz. Hi, Roz. What can we do for you? Uh, right now I've been under a lot of stress. And I just feel like I'm going to explode. I've just had a, a, a flood in my house under the carpet. Nothing has been put back together yet. And I just wonder where the hell I should start first. Okay. Um, well, Roz, what I'd like to, what just popped into my mind is, and this too shall pass. And, of course, you can add, it may pass like a kidney stone, but it shall pass. <laughs> Good. That's the first thing that your that you're angels and... Uh, do you have a mom in spirit? Excuse me? Do you have a mother in spirit? Yes, I do. Because I have a mother stepping forward. And um, she's, 
as I was telling you, good, you're laughing, that's the first thing she wants to share with you is that laughter may help um, diminish the amount, the stress levels, okay? Now, your mom, I feel like she was rather uh, about five foot four, between five two to five four. She was on the shorter side when she was here, yes? No, she was only about five ten, four ten, four eleven. Okay, so she was shorter. All right, I'm I'm really off on the numbers. I'm sorry, but I knew she was shorter. Um, let's see. I want to say that she was um, until till the end. She was quite feisty. Like she would be on the go all the time, doing this, doing that. She liked to keep things scrub, scrub, scrub. She was very. Um, Particular on how she had thing, you know, kept her home and things like that. Would you remember that about mom's personality? No, I think you have somebody else. I have someone else. Do you have somebody else who was like a mother figure then? That would have been about five two to five four and very particular. No, I don't. No. Okay. Um, Because this is what. Let me get some more information. Because I really felt like she was a mother figure coming in, a mom. That's why I said you had a mom. And um, I wanted to put her around 5'2". I feel that she was on the go. She liked to keep busy and keep things uh, just so when she was here on the earth plane. So her mother was in a wheelchair. and uh, she was Okay, so it's not mom. That's okay. So I also feel with her that uh, she's telling me she was also opinionated. She would, you know, speak her mind. Sometimes. Sometimes, okay. Um, she's coming. She's touching in from spirit because she wants to remind you that as bad as it is right now, a year from now it'll just be a bad memory. So when you feel your yeah, when you feel yourself starting to get a little overwhelmed with the situation, just kind of go back to that and even some humor. Help, uh, laughing will diffuse a lot of the built-up anxiety and stress over these situations, okay? Yeah, I usually don't get this way. It's just that something has just hit me. I'm going to be 90. I oh, still volunteer at a hospital. I visit heart patients. And uh, this this is, I just don't, will I be making it to my 90th? Can you tell me that? <laughs> no, sweetheart, I can't tell you that. I don't I predict those things. What I can tell you is you got a whole lot of love and a big cheerleading squadron in the world of spirit, okay? So just try not to let it get to you. If you're 90, God bless you, you must have gone through a tremendous amount in your life of, of, of experiences. So I think you can handle this one. Thank you. You're welcome. Anything to add, Rose? Uh, Rose? Well, I'm going to see my great-grandchildren at the end of the month. I haven't seen, I only get to see them once a year. I just have a new one. She's about two months old. And I just want to make sure about you really going to make this trip or is something going to come up again. When is your birthday, Roz? You say it's coming up. When is it coming? My birthday is in September. That's September, okay. But like I said, I'm going to see these grandchildren who live in Alabama. I'll be going at the end of the month. I haven't seen my new great-grandchild. And I'm just hoping Yes, that. I see you there in June. I see you in June, early June. So if you're going the end of May, you're going to stay there for a little bit? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm definitely I feeling you I think this there. new grandchild is going to really put uh, some pep in your step. Uh, you're going to make a really great connection with her, and she's going to be like a vitamin B12 shot to you, so um, I know you're going to be feeling some more energy, she'll lift your spirits, and uh, that'll put you in a little bit of a better place. Oh, it will, yes. And I think a lot of what you're feeling, maybe this, this down, depressed, exasperated feeling, is because you have been around such a long time, and sometimes the older you get... It's like, ugh, but the trip and seeing the new baby is going to work wonders for you. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you for listening and for calling in. You're a delight. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you for calling, sweetheart. God bless you. Thank you. 
Okay. Did I secure a pussycat? Yes. I my you know okay. I have my own co-host here in Northport that have a chair next to my chair, and my my black cat has decided that he has to sit there whenever I'm at the computer. He waits for me to come upstairs now and sit at the computer. Black cats do like to co-host radio shows. I got to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> because Past is here as well. She she loves it. Oh, we're going on air, Mama. <laughs> I love it. Okay, that's the only calls that indicated they wanted to talk to us again. If you want to talk, hit number one on your phone, and I'll reach out to you, and we'll connect, and we'll chat. Um, okay. Winterbrook, anything new that you'd like to add or say? Um, only that, yeah, no, only that, you know, um, like Rose mentioned, Mercury uh, retrograde just ended, and we have this fresh new energy that's like everything is going to start moving that was stalled, right? Well, it's also springtime, and this is an excellent, excellent time if you can manage a few hours here and there to kind of clean out you know, open the windows, you know, if you can. Some people have horrible allergies and they can't do that. But get some fresh air in their house. Clean. Get rid of that stuff that's been, you know, those little piles we make or those drawers. It will feel so much lighter if you can just kind of uh, put together packages you can donate to others in need, stuff you're not using anymore, throw out the broken stuff. Um, Spring cleaning. There's – it's – you know, getting rid of that, that uh, heavy energy that was kind of hanging around all winter because we all, at least in this part of the world, um, you know, we're inside mostly and it's it's cold, so we don't air things out. This is a great time to do that. Uh, try to, you know, you'll feel refreshed, and it will also help with your own motivation to start your new projects. What do you think, Rose? Definitely. Uh, we just came off of, uh, if I have it right, we just came off of a full moon? No, new moon. New moon? Yeah. Well, that's a great time to get things done. And coming around in two more weeks when we're, a week and a half, when we're at a full moon, definitely get rid of, or you could even do a little meditation on or your own ritual to get rid of things that don't serve you, things that you no longer need, things that you no longer want. And that, in addition to clearing out the house, will help bring in new energies. And it's always good after a Mercury retrograde to, as Winterbrook said, you know, do some cleaning, do some removing of things because you want to start with a nice, fresh, clean slate. And... um Yeah, because also, people uh, people don't realize it, but when you own a lot of stuff, that stuff, whether you're aware of it or not, zaps your energy. Um, because you become, all of a sudden, it, it just, whenever you ha- own something, part of your energy is attached to it. So if you start accumulating too much stuff, which can happen over the years, especially you know, if you have kids and they, they leave the house, leave the nest, but they leave their stuff here, or you inherit, you know, some of your parents' stuff when they've crossed over, um, and that accumulation begins to roll, and that stuff stagnates the energy flow in your house. Um, there's a energy belief system, Feng Shui, if most people's probably heard of it, which probably rose. We, I know a great Feng Shui consultant. We should have somebody like that um, come on the show one time to talk about it. Should, I'm yeah. certainly not an expert. I just, you know, as an empath, you mentioned the other lady was an empath. Well, I am too. And, you know, energy flow is important um, because it kind of reflects, can, you can take it on and it reflects how you feel. So getting rid of stuff uh, is important if you're not using it, okay? I don't mean, like, get rid of every single, mom, you know, uh, nostalgic uh, mind, uh, moment. Oh, I'm having a menopause moment. Um, little keepsake from your family or, or, you know, have some around because they bring you pleasure. But 
when you start boxing them up and you don't see them for a couple of years and they're just stagnant in the house, give them new life. Donate them. Or if they're broken, trash them. And or, you you'll know, find. Some, one or two yeah, things ahead. that reminds your family is good. My mother had the bad habit of every one of her sisters who passed away, my mom was always the one that would go in and clean out the house and, you know, get rid of all the deceased stuff and, she would take it home, some of it, and, like, we had it by the box load, put it in the basement. She never looked at it again. You don't want to do that. You don't want to adopt that habit because, like Winterberg said, as an empath, not only do we pick up people's vibes, but even from the possessions, there's energy. There's energy in everything. So empaths are like mirrors, and you just, you know, you reflect and you pick up that energy, and it's just not good. You have to keep your surroundings clear. No clutter and even clear energy-wise. Right. And, you know, clutter does happen. So clutter does happen. So this is a good reminder. This is a good time of the year to kind of get rid of some of it, even if you can get rid of a couple of bags, one to donate and, um, you know, whatever is not donatable out there in the trash, in the curb. Yeah, I have a six-month-to-a-year rule. If I haven't used it in a year, it definitely goes out. If I haven't used it in six months, it's to be considered to go out. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's funny because when I bought my house, my brother came by and said, oh, but you don't have a basement. I said, exactly. It's not a hardship. I didn't want a basement because I didn't want to repeat my mother's habit and it's like well if I have no place to put it I got to get rid of it that's good that's good yeah yeah got to keep it moving keep the energy moving and keep things moving another thing I have to say and a couple of my clients uh this week if you're done with the relationship or if if there hasn't been any energy activity or whatever in a relationship in six months or so, don't hang on to any of the energy. Let all the energy go. Because even if you hold on to a minuscule little portion of the energy that was that relationship, believe me, energetically, it prevents the new energy and new energies and new people from coming into your life. Cut ties, release all, surrender all, and just trust the universe on this one to bring you someone who is for your best and highest good. And whoever you're supposed to be with, even if it is with that person that you cut ties with, maybe they need a hiatus or you need a hiatus or the relationship needs a hiatus for them to grow, you to go, them to work on themselves or you to work on yourselves. You know, we don't know it all. We like to think we do, but we don't. And um, just surrender all that energy. It's like opening the windows. Open the windows so the fresh air can come inside, even with relationships. And the universe doesn't make mistakes. The person that you are supposed to be with will be with you whether you're proactive, whether you're sitting on it every day like a chicken trying to hatch an egg, which is the worst thing to do, but or whether you just say, okay, whatever, I'm going to go do some gardening and whatever, take care of myself, and whatever will be, will be. Don't stress. Instead of stressing, surrender. Great advice. Absolutely great advice. Yeah, because I feel bad for these people coming in and say, and I know they're still attached to the old relationship, and they're afraid to let go. Just let go. Just let go. <laughs> so you don't want to be coming from a place of fear. Fear never does anything for you. Be in a place of love. Come from love because that's where we all came from. We all came from love. So you want to. Be in the space of love, loving yourself, loving divine source, loving those around you. 
and just loving all of mankind, when you're in that space of love, there's no room for fear. And being in a space of love also attracts love to come to you. So that's where you want to be. Absolutely. And speaking of that, law of attraction. Um, if we want to attract something different into our life or a new experience, perhaps uh, we need to change our vibration or our aura a little bit in order to attract that. Because what are we putting out there now? Like you mentioned, Rose, if you're fearful to let go of a relationship that's no longer serving its purpose or, you know, being productive for you, uh, positive for you, what you're putting out in your energetic field is um, fear to let go and fear that you won't get. So you're not going to get. So perhaps... Um, learning as you always uh, teach, Rose, uh, learning to love yourself and putting that into your energetic field. You know, I love me. Um, I love, I love, I admire this person. I love the plant. I love the, just, you know, peace. I love the world. I love the planet. I love all mankind, everyone. Yeah. You know, and then like peace. I inhale peace. I exhale peace. Inhale peace exhale peace so that the vibration of peace and love is around you and you build it make it stronger and then that then attracts others who feel the same way that's what's in their auras someone asked me today when a client called and um, wanted me to do something to help her daughters uh, connect with a soulmate. I said, I can't do anything. I said, that's up to your daughter and your and your daughter's soulmate. But she could certainly, you know, center herself, be quiet, put herself into a, a, um, a feeling of gratitude and love and connectedness with Source and her higher self and send the invite out to the soulmate across the ethers, you know, I am ready to to love you, my soulmate. I am ready to join with you. Please, you are welcome to come to me. Whether or not they will, it will depend on, you know, where they're at and also what your soul contract is for the timing. But put yourself in a place of invitation to that soulmate. Or that soul love. That's also another misconception. A soulmate is not your life partner. A soulmate is not necessarily someone you are destined to be with romantically. We have hundreds of soulmates. So I mean, I have soulmates. Many. Right, but Rose, and, the, the, young, um, the, the woman understood the term to mean the particular soulmate that was going to be a romantic interest. Um, I know because that's that's advertised a lot, and it's a very it's a very you know bad I agree misconception. With you, but that's yeah. what just like you know, that was the this, understanding. Claim that you know um, it's not good when people take these terms and, and give people hope because you know they don't explain it correctly. So uh, she wants a companion who hopefully is a soulmate as well. But um, I just wanted to clarify that because there's so much propaganda regarding soulmates, twin flames, twin souls, you know. Right. Well, soulmates, I mean, you and I could be soulmates. We're traveling in the same I think we are, my dear, because we're like twinsies. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. Um, You know, and here we are, we connected in the last couple of years. Um, Our paths crossed, and then we became friendly, and then you were so kind and uh, invited me to do this new show you were doing with you. Um, so, you know, to me it's more like we kind of planned this before we were, when, as my mother said, when we were stars in the sky. Yeah, see, and that so, was the time when I thought I knew it all because I told you, uh, Spirit said, Winterbrook, and I said, oh, no, she's too busy. <laughs> and then my guy was like, call her. I was like, okay. And see, it happened. And that was pretty Didn't funny. Didn't know a was, damn thing. 
I was in Norway. I knew enough to listen to Spirit. <laughs> I'm laying in a hotel room in Norway, and they get your message. You want to do a radio show? I'm like, uh, <laughs> can we talk about this when I get back to the U.S.? Sure. <laughs> that was out of the blue. So, and, and it's a good thing I finally stopped writing Spirit. <laughs> yes, it's always good when we uh, listen to Spirit uh, because they they generally know. However, not, not, there are the rare occasion where you do listen to your guide and the other party involved exercises something called free will, um, at which point, you know, you just got to go with the flow and wait for the next opportunity to present itself. This is true. I'm looking at the board. We got a call in from Joseph. Let's see what Joseph has to say. Hi, Joseph. You're on the air with Rose and Winterbrook. Good evening, Rose and Winterbrook. Primarily, I called in to say I love the meditation. Winterbrook is beautiful. Thank you, Joe. Beautiful. And I was talking about soulmates. I am your soulmate, Rose. That's why I called in, just to say hi. And, oh, dear God, are you my soulmate? <laughs> and salute the divinity and say namaste. And I love you, ladies. And just keep up the good work. Also, one more thing. You know, my birthday is coming up on the 20th. If oh. there's a, yeah, if there's any message from either of you lovely ladies, I'd appreciate it. You want to take it, Rose? Uh, I have a message for him, but I can't say it on the air. Um. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that Everybody, Joe, Joe and Rose are very dear friends. Yes. Um, so don't be afraid to call in. She won't be like that with you guys. Okay, so I'll go. Uh, I'll let you share yours in private, and then I'll just make a, a public. Yeah, that's like, you know, my principal guide, the gypsy lady and Joe, they're very, they're soulmates, they're close friends as well, and, and she's um, she's quite a character. So I will relay that message to you, Joseph, later on. Winsbrook, what do you have for Joe or your guys have for Joe? I'm getting that in October of this year, things are going to get very busy for you, Joe. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I feel like June and July, things are going to be kind of slower. All right. A nice, a nice easy pace. Uh, so not to be concerned that things are petering out. It's just kind of the, um, what's that saying, the, the lull before the storm, the quiet before the storm. Um, yeah. The calm before the storm. Thank you. This is this menopause. It's horrible. Um, and then August is going to be normal for you, busy-wise. But October, it's like they're showing me you're a bee. You're a frantic, busy little bee. trying to, And you're going to be under some deadlines, too. But it's oh all going to work out. And it's going to be good stuff. Okay? Great. Thank you. Opportunities. So... This is going to be a good year for you, this this birth year you're starting on the 20th. Uh, overall, it's going to be positive. I feel like I have your mom with me. Your mom's in spirit, yes? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because uh, I feel a, a mother stepping in. And, you you know, was she in labor for a lot of hours with you? I uh, don't remember exactly. I remember her speaking about it. I'm not sure. I don't know if it was because in my she, out telling me what a hard time she had with the labor with with this one, and she's laughing. So I don't know if she ever brought that up to you. If you like this behave, you know, all I had to do to give birth to you, type of thing. And um, and I'm getting a C name or Cindy, and I don't normally do names. C name Cindy, I don't know, but C names. I have a very very close loved one in spirit. You have a friend. Yeah, no, but I'm talking, I don't know if she means in spirit or in the living. Who's who's my friend, Cindy? Uh, Cindy who? I don't know. In living, Cindy, you're your student, your fellow student when you took Reiki. Oh, well, but we're not really friends. I just met her, what, once? <laughs> I don't know her, really. But All in right, spirit, well, I have a C. I have a C that I love dearly, and we were very close. Yeah, I was getting a C name. I thought she was going with Cindy, but I was definitely getting a C name, because the names aren't my forte. Uh, but I'm always willing to try. Um, She's in spirit, Mr. Brooke? No, I don't know. I was just getting a name. The, the, when they oh. give you names, it doesn't necessarily mean they're in spirit or they're down jump, Maybe Kathy. My cousin Kathy, that's who I was thinking of. That's Kathy, that's who was like, the love of my I, life. I thought it was Kathy. 
That's the N, the, the E, the Cindy F. I got the, the Y at the end, sorry. Um, so there's an, there's an acknowledgement. She's in spirit? Yes. All right, so I think she just was yelling her name out. So that, yeah, oh, you know, she wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Because I did have your mom, and then I heard this name coming through. Yeah, thank you. Her birthday actually was the 21st. We have three cousins that are all Taurus. That's her on the 21st. Her sister, who's still here with us on the earth, will be the 12th. And Kathy was the 21st. I'm the 20th. But we are very close cousins. We were like brothers and sisters. Very close. All through our lives. Aw. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I also feel like they want you to do some kind of ritual as far as um, maybe light a candle and, and sing happy birthday to them as well or say a prayer, a, a ritual like that, like acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I usually do, and I do have to do a ritual coming up, yes. Oh, okay, there you go, because that's what was kind of coming through. They're going to step in and blend with you when you do that. You'll feel their presence. Oh, thank you so much. You're well, bless welcome. You. You're wonderful. You're wonderful. Keep up the good work. Rose, Thank I will talk to you after All right, Freddie. Thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you both. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, yes, he's a character. <laughs> but that's my soulmate. <laughs> I learned a lot from him, and... We have a mutual friend, and she'll say, did you make up with Joe? Because we have these, you know, tiffs every now and then. She's like, did you make up with Joe? I'm like, oh, yeah. We've made up and and fought and made up three times since the last time I spoke to you. And she's just like, huh? I'm like, yeah, it comes and it goes. (laughs) But, you know, that's that's what a really good friend is. I mean, we could really get into a heated thing with one another, disagree, not be on the same page at all, stop talking, let a couple of days go by, let the dust settle, the air clear, and then we're talking again. Definitely no grudges, though. Super. Yep. So, let me see. We're almost out of time, but we can squeeze something else in. Let's see. What else do we want to look at this evening? Well, you know, Monday was Global Love Day, and I don't want to say I'm always disappointed, but I have been celebrating Global Love Day for many years now. It's got to be at least seven or eight years. And it kind of makes my heart kind of drop when I see that some people just, they're, they're not on board with it. Either they, they don't know, they're afraid, um, they don't feel the importance of love and global love, or maybe they're uh, a little reticent to express that they wish love for the entire world or that they are loving themselves. There's almost a timidity about talking about love and being love and being in that love vibration. Although another reason could be a lot of people have gotten hurt with regard to love and they're jaded. But me, being a love ambassador for the Love Foundation for, I think it's nine years now, every Global Love Day, I'm like, come on, guys, you know, let's be love. And it's like, huh? We really need to work on loving ourselves and loving others and sending that love vibration out into the world. And it's lately it's become even a little bit more difficult because we are combating a lot of hate, a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, and really the only cure for that is love, you know. So I want to impress upon our listeners to just, be love. If you can fill yourself with the light of love every day after you get up and go out there and do your best to actually be love, give a smile to someone you don't know and uh, help someone if they're in need, you know, kind of show a loving attitude rather than a fearful, critical attitude. It all helps. We're like you know, raindrops in a bucket, and if each one of us is a drop and we go in that bucket, 
we're soon going to fill it up and it could be used for a myriad of purposes. So I just want to encourage everybody to be love. Be the best love you can be. I agree. And things are going to go. So I hope you guys will be back with us next week when Daniel Ackner, Master Psychic Daniel Ackner, is with us. You can ask him questions and you'll hear about how he became who he is. And have a great evening and a great weekend, everybody. Be well. Thank you, Winterbrook. Thank you, Rose.